0: Do you like supporting your favorite athletes through NIL? Well, the Athletic Collection gives you an opportunity to do that. They have posters and merchandise of your favorite athletes from your favorite schools. Right here in my podcast room, I got LSU, Wake Forest, Tennessee, Arkansas. We got baseball. We got gymnastics. They got it all. So check out the Athletic Collection online today. Welcome, everybody, to the In Off the Bench podcast. My name is Jim Cross, and this is episode 28 titled flying camo and it is titled that because we're going to head out to Bowie's creek we're going to head to campbell university and talk to track star pole vaulter lakeland bass and let me tell you this girl is an absolute athlete who can fly and she has a story and we're going to hear it today so let's not waste any more time and get into the biggest interview in podcasting this week with our girl lakeland bass All right. Welcome in everybody. Another episode. You know, we're still in Bowie's Creek, but we're transitioning. We're going from baseball to track. And we got on Lakeland. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: Absolutely excited. I'm going to be there tomorrow. And you know, not only do I get to check out baseball now, but my son who wants to learn about track, who wants to possibly run track, gets to meet you tomorrow. And you know talk to you and so pick your brain and i'm gonna get your story today and then tomorrow hopefully we learn even more about you know track so before we do that let's break the ice you know speaking of baseball season i know it's a big thing there at campbell and buoys creek you know just how excited is everyone around there for baseball season to start
1: so everyone here, like my boyfriend, he's also on the team, so they're, like, super excited. They, like, I'm going to be so shocked to see, like, so many people tomorrow, like, everybody around talking about it. So it's going to be fun, and it's going to be definitely electric like, whenever everyone gets there.
0: Yeah, that's what I hear, and I'm excited, you know, to see that environment, you know, Going off the Campbell environment for a second, in the icebreaker questions, you know, music's a big thing. We always like to talk to athletes, find out what music they're vibing with. Who's your go-to musical artist right now?
1: Oh my gosh. Uh, whoa. My go-to musical artist would be, you just put me on the spot. I'd say Gunna. That is, that is like the first thing that popped in my head. Uh, yeah,
0: that's how you're supposed to answer. And, you know, if you don't like being on the spot, uh, you're not going to like the next <laughs> one. Because the fun question we like to ask uh, female athletes, you know, we created this. Which Disney character would you be if you could be any? And that doesn't mean you have to be a princess. You can be any character you want to be.
1: Oh, my goodness. Uh, probably the girl. I don't even know her name. The girl with the red red hair that's super curly. She's very adventurous. Meredith. Uh, is that her? She's like the, the one that
0: shoots the bow and arrow. Yeah, that's uh, she's Scottish. Yeah. So that's my daughter's favorite when she was coming up, uh, because she used to do archery.
1: Yeah, definitely that one.
0: All right, you know, the question or the answer to this question may be because you just said your boyfriend played baseball, so I didn't know that. You know, who is your favorite athlete to watch right now? Is it him or is there somebody maybe on the professional level that you really enjoy watching,
1: as in like uh, baseball or any sport? Any sport, I'd say Katie Moon. It was Katie Najat. She's a pole vaulter, uh, gold medalist. So I love watching her and how she vaults and her technique. Also Mondo Duplantis. That's a huge one for pole vault.
0: Absolutely, you see all the purple and gold behind me. I've gotten to meet him at yeah. LSU, so I definitely am familiar with that and his uh his brother. Obviously, amazing baseball player. That that uh, family crazy talented.
1: Oh yeah, and the sister also goes for pole vault at LSU.
0: There you go. You're teaching me something I didn't know. I actually didn't know that. There you go. All right. Well, let's get into your story. Where are you from?
1: I'm from Clinton, North Carolina, little Farmville area, 1A school, super small. So it's very small countryside.
0: Yeah. You know, you saying that is going to explain a lot when I get into school because you basically, it feels like you're probably the most famous person now at your school ever, which we'll get into that. But um, you know, talking about family, I got a question I got to ask right off the, the top. You know, obviously seeing your name, and then I've seen your sister's name. Talk to me, is there something behind the Lakeland and ocean thing?
1: <laughs> no, there, I have no cool story. I've heard people say, Oh, say like your parents, uh, conceived at a lake or an ocean. Nope, nothing, nothing cool. It's just popped in their head, and so. Yeah, okay. no, I
0: mean, and then your last name is actually Bass, so that makes it even funnier really when you look at it. So. Yeah. People
1: uh, definitely comment on that a lot.
0: So, talk about your family, you know, obviously you have siblings, you know, uh you got a close family or you're close in age, you know, what what's it like in the home?
1: So, I have three different siblings. One is so Kristen is the oldest, Scott is the middle, Ocean is uh my like full blood sister, and then me, I'm the youngest uh, out of four. And I grew up with uh, a dad in prison and a mom that is a nurse and raised us until my dad got out of prison. So yeah, we're close. Now we're all very tight knit. So it's, it's fun. It's yeah, it's deep, but it's fun. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and I get that. And I'm not going to go too in depth because that's, you know, not what we're actually trying to do here. But I am curious, you know, when you have siblings who have a strong bond like that and your father is in that type of situation, you know, growing up, your mom's probably working a lot. You know, how much did y'all rely on each other?
1: So the oldest sister, she's much older. She's uh, 31 or 32. So, of course, like she wasn't and she's a half sister. So that's like my dad's kid. And. So we didn't really talk to her much while he was in prison. I mean, here and there, but not too much. And then me and Ocean, which are full blood, we, I mean, we did everything together. We grew up together, but it's, I mean, we relied on each other a lot because my mom worked night shift on the weekends. So we always had like the house to ourselves on the weekends and we were just like, yeah, we were super tight, super close.
0: So would you say, you know, when it comes to biggest inspiration, it seems like, you know, your mom being a hardworking mom, would you say growing up, she was, you know, a major influence for you?
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I see like she works night shift. She does all this. She provides for us. She gives us everything we need and even want and does not complain. And she also has a deep story and has yet to complain about any of the situations that she's been in. So I, I, I aspire to be like the woman she is, half of her. Yeah. Oh.
0: Awesome. So, you know, how do you get into track and field as a kid? Obviously, you know, I see that you play multiple sports, but, you know, um, track is not just something that every kid does. And pole vaulting is definitely not something that every track kid does. So how do you get into that?
1: So I grew up as a gymnast and in middle school, I was like, okay, I want to get more involved in like school sports. And I had no idea track existed in middle school, had no idea. And then this guy named Jeff Claves, he came and moved in with my aunt and uncle, and he was the track and field coach at the high school. And he was like, oh, you need to do pole vault because you're a gymnast. And I was like, what is that? What are you talking about? And so I just kind of ignored him until I got to high school, because I, I would go and I was a cheerleader and soccer player in middle school. And I'd see this black thing around the tr- uh, the football fields. And I'd be like, what is that? Because the school I grew up in did not have a track. <laughs> we just had a football field with grass right I'd go to these schools bigger schools and I'd be like what why is there asphalt around a football field like I could not (laughs) I could not picture it and so he was like okay so you're gonna run track because we grew close me and Jeff Blades grew really close and he was like you're gonna run track and do pole vault and I was like okay so I just got a stick and was like how do I how do I do this And so it wasn't, it was a big fail the first like two years of my life. It was not fun. I just was forced to do it kind of. And then 11th year came around and I went to this club, pole vault um, in Durham called uh, pole vault, Carolina. I went there maybe once a month and I was like, Oh, this is actually really fun. So, So I just kept going and going and I did it. And I finally, I got okay at it like not like great but i got okay and yeah i started from jeff claves that's how i started
0: there you go yeah it's one of those things like obviously because i went to a big school you always saw uh guys and girls running around the track but you know you never really saw too many pole vaulters because you know we only had um we didn't even I don't even think we had uh even for as big a school we are I don't think we even had a female that did it I know we had a couple guys that did it but it's not just like everybody does it and it's something that I imagine when you first started it's very very difficult I mean there can't you know you look at you look at how it works and just using the pole and you talked about your athleticism you know the fact that you had to be a gymnast it's it's not something that just anybody can do and you said cheerleader, soccer player, you're clearly an extreme athlete. And I imagine that's the kind of person you do. You know, you talked about Duke Plantis, just um, absolutely, you know, freak of nature athlete. So I don't think anybody can just say, hey, I'm going to be a pole vaulter, and this is going this is going to work out. But you talk about coming from a small high school. What school did you go to?
1: Hopton High School. So it's in Newton Grove, North Carolina, 1A. Like I said, no track, no facilities, nothing.
0: Well, like I said, you are – if, like, they look up Hopton High, they're going to see three-time athlete of the year, first individual female to win a state title, first female to get a scholarship at a D1 school. You got personal records in the pole vault, the long jump, the high jump. And, like you said, cheer, um, soccer. Like, I mean, how much fun was high school? I mean, you're clearly killing it. <laughs> so, like –
1: in high school, I didn't think like, oh, like I'm so good at this. I didn't like I never thought once about that. I just focused like I had my mom in the background talking about go do this and go do that. Like you need to wake up in the morning at 5 a.m. to practice uh, for weights. And if you skip it, no, you can't skip it. Like, So I wasn't really focused on like the popularity part. I was just focused on succeeding in my sport. So like, I mean, I didn't I didn't realize how good I was until I got out of high school like from where I'm at. Yeah.
0: So reflecting back on it, you know, like I know you say you go to a small school and you keep trying to sound humble about it, but how cool is it that you do have those accomplishments there?
1: I mean, like I feel very blessed. I'm blessed with uh, the opportunities and the skills that God has given me to like succeed And it's, I mean, it is cool cool going back to Hopton High School for like a game or something. They're like, oh, Lakeland. I'm like, oh, hey, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, it's really cool. You know, we read accolades in different sports to all the different athletes. And for some, it's really meaningful. For some, they say it's just high school, more focused on college. But I never overlook anything. When you um, have been an athlete of the year or when you've set records at a school, I feel like it's meaningful. And so it's something you should definitely uh, take pride in. So, you know, you're accomplishing these things. At what point do you realize, okay, I can do this at the next level in college?
1: So that goes back to Jeff Claves because he was the track and field coach at uh, Hopton. And he got me into saying, hey, like, you need to go, uh, like, start putting your name out there. And he was like, what about Campbell University? I was like, what is that? (laughs) Where is that? Didn't even know it was like 40 minutes away from me. And I was like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm so young, naive. Like, I don't know what's going on. And so he then, my 11th grade year, he moved to Campbell. Like, he was now got a position to coach track and field at Campbell University. And I was like, well, this is perfect. <laughs> so then I got recruited, not by him. I got recruited by a guy named uh, TJ Harris for the heptathlete heptathlon. That's where you do, like, seven events. And I got recruited for that. And then that's, that's how I went to Campbell was because I pretty much followed Jeff, but now Jeff Claves is the head coach at UNCW.
0: Ah, right, gotcha. UNC so, you know, you just taught me something new. Um, I'm actually going to skip ahead and then come back because I'm now curious because you brought up. So I was going to ask about the different events. So you got recruited in to do all seven.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. All seven, not including a uh, pole vault at the time. Cause I had broken my back my senior
0: year. well well, now we got to go backwards okay and this may make a lot of sense because you know i saw early in your time at campbell that you didn't participate as much um was this because of the injury
1: so my my senior year of high school i got in a wreck a car accident february 3rd i think it was february 3rd february 4th and broke four bones so the transverse processes that come off of your vertebrae I -hmm. broke four of those l1 l2 l3 l4 and was unable to like do anything like anything at the time that's why I didn't compete my senior year of high school for track I didn't do anything I did I did do soccer once it kind of healed a little bit Mm -hmm. and so then they were like no we're gonna keep you out of pole vault we want your back to fully heal so they saw that I was pretty decent and long jump, high jump, and, like, running. So, like, this is, we're going to make you a heptathlete the first two years, and then we're going to transfer you to pole vault. Well, that came along, and I did terrible. I did terrible my freshman year. And I was like, you know what? I hate this. This sucks. And thankfully, COVID came, so I had a break. I had a little break. Mm-hmm. And then sophomore year of college came around. And I was like, okay, let's, let's give it another shot, you know, whatever. And a bunch of things like with the coaching staff, like one, that whole big ordeal kind of went up and I had surgery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, well, that sucks on my shoulder. And so I had surgery on my shoulder, my sophomore year. Of and then, and how- I knew there
0: had to be something because if you look at your success later on, but then the lack of uh, participation early, there had to be something for it. Obviously, you know, COVID comes in the way, like you said, 2020, but that sophomore season, there was no competition at all. And so now the shoulder surgery makes sense. But what's crazy about breaking your back about the shoulder surgery, if you look at your pictures um, and just see how athletic you are, you see the muscles, you see you jump in the bar, you see you long jumping, all that stuff – It's crazy that you've been able to overcome the injuries you have and be able to build up the strength and athleticism you have. Those are things that some people never recover from, and somehow you've managed to to do them and persevere through those.
1: I thank my family for that, and I thank God. Like I feel like God, like these setbacks, because I had surgery after I had the shoulder surgery. I had another one for my neck. Mm -hmm. And so that was my junior year of college. I had surgery November 11th. 2021 for uh, my neck. And they were like, no, this was the year that I was going to pole vault.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they were like, no, like, you don't need to pole vault anymore. Like, i had a bunch of people be like, you need to just quit. Like, <laughs> you've had two surgeries. Like, come
0: on. You need to go into some bubble wrap.
1: Yeah. They're like, and I was like, no, like, I, no, like, I, I love doing this. Like, I want to, I want to pole vault. I did not like the heptathlete, heptathlon. I was like, I hated that. And I was like, let me just pole vault. Like I'm going to do it. And I had like a scholarship or I have a scholarship and uh, uh it was January and the head coach came to me. And he was like, look, like you've not done anything the past two years. So like, I know you just had surgery, but you're going to have to like put up numbers or something. Right. And I was like, trust coach, trust. Like, you know, it's all going to be great. And that's the year that I fell in love with pole vault and track in general like that is the year and just god kept me motivated i was like no i have a purpose like i have a reason and my story's too too deep not to you know keep going like i want to do something with this and so it's god and family
0: yeah and i mean um the fact that you had that personal you know want and desire to do it because you know, you talk about the neck. I've actually had three neck surgeries that came with cancer and I was told I was not going to be able to use my right side again. And I'm now stronger than I ever was and can lift more than I ever did, even when I was playing sports. And it's all about, you know, pushing through, don't letting the odds define you. And that's clearly what you did. And I'm a person of faith as well. So um, obviously I'm with you on the whole, you know, God thing, but I mean, I'm going to tell you, you know, before we get into stats and things you've done, like I said, I brought the muscle thing for a reason, you know, for guys to skip leg day, don't check out Lakeland's IG account, because she's going to make you feel some kind of way. And if you, uh, if you got a bad diet, you know, might not want to check out the abs because that's going to make you feel some kind of way too. That's why I said something about it's crazy that you have had all the injuries that you have because. Um, it's one thing to, you know, see that, you know, you are on a roster for Campbell. It's another thing to see the videos, but then to just, I mean, it's crazy how athletically you are. So junior year, let's get into it. You said you fell in love, you know, for those who don't know, I am familiar enough with track um, and we have had enough, uh, you know, we've had long jumpers, we've had hurdlers on here, you know, the whole indoor outdoor scene, you know, there's two different seasons, um. So you competed in two uh indoor, seven outdoor meets. Um. Set personal records. Uh. At the Big South Outdoor Championship. Um. In pole vault, placed first at the the Weems Baskin Relays. In the pole vault, uh, placed first at the man. I'm gonna butcher this. Vert place. You know, and it just goes on. You got the Aggie Classic. I mean, just continued on. And you see some of these things like you read it like 13 feet, like. It's like, I, you know, playing basketball, I think about a 10-foot goal, and I'm thinking you're going up above that by three feet. So, you know, you said you fell in love. Just talk about these accomplishments. You said high school didn't mean as much, but now you're at a D1 university accomplishing big things. How did that feel?
1: So, at first, I had no expectations. I was like, you know, like, I came out of surgery, and I was, like, just determined. I had this, like, fire in me to just want to succeed and just do what I love but I, the first meet came and it was like February or something. I don't even know for um, pole vault. And I, I cleared a bar. I was like, Oh, okay. This is, this is kind of fun. Like you get that rush of adrenaline and excitement that when you clear a bar and you're like, okay. And then I started doing better at like each meet I went to. And I was like, wow. Like the feeling that you get whenever you clear a bar and succeed, but it wasn't until that I really felt. And then that was the, like felt like super excited was the conference meet whenever I hit 399 so 3.99 meters that's we use meters and like just the feeling of like wow like I just did that like the feeling of the support around me and having like I don't know like it feels so good to succeed but it doesn't stop there it's like okay you cleared this Okay, let's go again. It's time for you to get higher.
0: Well, and it's funny. You said the meters thing. I said it in feet for a reason. Obviously, when you look on the stat sheet, it says meter, but then in parentheses, it has it in feet. And I thought, for our listeners, they're not going to – I mean, the average person isn't going to know if I put 3.99 meters. They're not going to know how high they You tell yeah. them 13 feet, they're going to be like, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're like, okay. So, like, my coach comes – oh, my coach, Coach Hostler, he's the pole vault coach. He is, like, a second father to me. Like, that is someone that I – He's like a mentor. And I look up to, and he just came, he came running to me once I cleared it and was like, I love you, girl. Like, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, Oh, like it, just that feeling, like I get goosebumps talking about it. Love that feeling and just making everybody proud. Like I love to make people proud as well as myself. So it's, I don't know. It's, it's a good feeling.
0: Well, you talk about a good feeling. I got tagged by fully caffeinated while we're doing this and like, to kind of go off script, but stay on script, um, he tagged, you know, Campbell's track and field Twitter. And, you know, I clicked it just to go to it because I actually followed it on Instagram, not Twitter. And if you go, you know, two days ago, the post is about you, five days, the post is about you. And it's, it's school records, you know, it's pole vault records, you know, all these different things. And like, so it, it's cool. You, you see these graphics and you see these accomplishments and you know, it really it, it literally says it's it's titled No Record is Safe, like in all caps. Like so, I mean, you're literally doing, you know, big things. Um, you know, speaking of that, coming into this year, you know, setting when you set a school record and we talked about it with the high school, you you kind of glossed over it, you went real humble about it, but you said your coach said you needed to to earn your scholarship. I'm pretty sure setting the school record is earning your scholarship.
1: Oh yeah, oh yeah. That year the uh, coach Givens, he's the head coach. Okay, he was like super proud of me. He's like you're doing big things. Like so the goal was to get to regionals and like I didn't make it that year, but um but he was super proud of me and just kept pushing me. Like he's been they they've both been really good coaches and people to me. And so like, yeah, whenever I break a school record, like they never talked anything else about the
0: scholarship. (laughs) So I saw the videos of you doing long jump. Are you still competing in long jump or anything else? Or is it just pole vault?
1: So I will not be competing uh, long jump this conference for indoor conference, but I will be competing it for outdoor conference just because I just broke another school record uh, like a week ago or two weeks ago. And I got four meters, so that's – this. it's better – it's my own personal it's record. It's
0: 100 feet high for those who don't know what four meters is.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so he told uh, the long jump coach – he was like, no, like, Coach Givens told the long go- jump coach uh, yesterday, he was like, I want her to focus on pole vault and doing well in pole vault. So he was like, I don't want to put her in uh, long jump for conference uh, for indoor. But for outdoor, uh, he's going to put me in it. That
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense simply because uh one of the wisest people I ever know, um, a lady named Angel who mentored me, always told me it's better to be great at one or two things than be mediocre at a bunch of things. And so um, I also know with what you're doing academically, it probably is easier when you're focusing on pole vault and academics versus adding in high jump or anything else. Like when that's why I asked the question earlier. When you said seven sports, like, I could only imagine the rigorous training and then, you know, how just tired you got to be, right? Like I can only imagine pole vaulting while trying to do everything else. And it feels like it would hinder you because at some point your body, no matter how strong you are, would, would give out. But you talk about coming into this upcoming season, you know, when does that start for you? Like you training now, when does season start? You know, give me a timeline on that.
1: So the season has already started. So for indoor, we have two seasons. You have indoor, uh, which is pretty much like winter. And then you have outdoor, which is spring season. So there's two different conferences that will be held. And it's going to be like your indoor conference and then outdoor conference. But we started in January for our, like our first indoor meet at US, uh, yeah, USC. So we went to University of South Carolina and some of us went to Clemson. And we competed there and then we went to JDL. I don't know where we went. And then we went to UNC Chapel Hill. That's where I broke the indoor school, school record again this year, uh, this indoor season. And then we went to Liberty this the past weekend, or I can't remember, two weeks ago. And that's where I broke the indoor school record again and jumped my personal PV.
0: So yeah, that, and that's what's cool about, you know, for those who are listening and want to follow or maybe who already are Campbell fans and know – um i got my you know information off the si department for campbell it doesn't have these updated that's why you know i go to twitter and i see you have broken like multiple things but it doesn't have those yet so i wasn't even aware i knew you already had like school records and stuff like that but yeah you just keep resetting the record books um and since you brought it up i'm seeing the picture now uh, on january 20th of at chapel hill which um you know looks looks really cool facility that y'all are competing in and so um these events. Yeah. They, I'm watching the footage. It's, it's cool. Real time talking to you, looking at it. Um, so when is your next one?
1: Uh, we go to New York uh, Wednesday and we'll be that it will be conference. So next week will be a conference for us. And we leave, we fly there Wednesday morning and we'll stay until I think Sunday. So that that's our conference.
0: So on York. the, on the training, you know, are, are you training literally like seven days or shall I say the other six days or you know what does it look like because you know I imagine with the way you know you you compete I mean you're putting in a lot of time out there working on it you're obviously in the weight room numerous days I imagine you even probably have some sort of nutritionist that's working with you to to maintain how does all that work
1: so Monday through Saturday is pole vault so Track and field has so many different events that you have so many different coaches and different schedules. Like we, we never practice as a team. It's yeah. always your event group practices at X time. And so for pole ball, it's uh, Monday through Saturday, say it's no competition weekend or anything like that. And we'll go from like three 30 to I'd say five, 30 ish it just varies and then we'll go to weights on monday and then tuesday 3 30 to like five ish that's a run day so mondays are pole vault day and then weights and then tuesdays are run day wednesdays are 3 30 to whenever and then weights and then thursdays are our vault day and fridays are our gymnastics days and those are three thirty to whenever, and then Fridays from four to, um, like five. It's gymnastics. We go to Langley Gymnastics Training Center mm-hmm. to practice like inverts or drills or right, stuff. You
0: just can't bend over that bar like that, right? You end up you end up tweaking something in a heartbeat if you ain't got the right, <laughs> right. form. <laughs>
1: yeah, and then Saturdays are at like ten a.m. to like twelve or one.
0: So yeah, clearly what I thought it would be—it's basically an everyday thing. You're always doing something, constantly working. Um, because like I said, you gotta you gotta be an extreme athlete. So you know, I applaud you for the amount of work that you put in, especially like I said, overcoming you know the injuries that you've had. And so now now I'm locked in. You know, I always talk to athletes, become a fan. Um, and now I'm gonna be looking to see hey you now the bar you know it's funny because you you literally compete with the bar the bar said high, like you have all these <laughs> records like i'm expecting another record to be broke like i made a joke <laughs> about like you know all this footage like you know we're at 13 14 like i'm not doing meters either i'm still talking to you I, <laughs> i'm gonna see you at like 15 feet you know just keep yeah,
1: going. yeah that's the goal for sure yeah like,
0: that's crazy high like is. I'm not even afraid of heights, but if I was like up on a, and I get there, y'all land on a map, but like if I was up in the air with just a pole, like I don't know, that seems kind of scary to me.
1: Have you seen like the felt videos where people will like will get shot the other way or do like backflips or break the pole, like stuff like that?
0: I have uh met a guy who literally, I didn't see the video. I met him and he was a pole vaulter at, at LSU of it, and he had a broken leg and I said, how'd that happen? And he said it snapped back on him or whatever. And I thought, Oh God, I was like, and that's why I knew like, when I was first started talking to you about this, it's not like you can just grab a pole and do it. And that's somebody who's actually in college doing it and still had an accident happen. So it shows like how precise you have to be when you do stuff.
1: Yeah. Literally last meet, I literally slipped off the pole. Mm-hmm. Like and Darren, one of my, cause you get three attempts at a bar. And my hands just let go in the middle of the ball, and I just Twin. and I was like, "Whoops!"
0: Does not sound fun to me. I will, uh, you know, I'm out of my athletic days, but I would stick to at least football. I at least knew when somebody was going to hit me. Um, I wouldn't uh, be prepared to hit the ground like that and slap. So I'm, I'm, I'm good on all that. And I definitely, you know, what I was watching, the, I was watching the long jump video, and I'm gonna tell you, someone who broke my ankles twice, um. I don't even know how like y'all could run and jump and land in such a way. It feels like the weight impacts on like, that's how I know you even work out like, you know, something, something like your ankles, like the, the exercise you do. I know that y'all have to do stuff like that because to be able to brace for that impact is not easy.
1: No, not at all. And it's especially like for long jump. I I, I didn't mention this, but it's going to sound so crazy, but I broke my L4 vertebrae uh, long jumping into a hard sand.
0: That's like, what I'm saying. Like, it's, it doesn't look like there's anything easy about it.
1: And if it's not raked and fluffed, you, you're you probably going to get hurt. If you don't break something, it's going to be like a muscle strain or something like that because it, it hurts. But, yeah, because I was walking around. It was in April. I was walking around. I was like, my back hurts. My back hurts. And I was like, what is going on? My mom's just like, suck it up. You're fine. And I was like, okay, you're right. Take some Tylenol. And so finally, I was like, "Mom, there, I can't sit. I can't do this." And she was like, "Fine, I'll get you an appointment." And huh. so she got me an appointment. And the um orthopedic said, he, I go there regularly, obviously, because I'm injury prone. prone. So he's like, Lakeland, this break has been here for at least a month." I was like, oh, "Really,
0: really?" I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell my uh, you know, my daughter had just tore quad recently. Um, uh, she's a high level soccer player and anyway she's done that and then she had the high ankle sprain before that i'm gonna tell you you know what suck it up like you ain't breaking stuff in your back i don't want to hear it and then as far as my you know i told you my son's gonna come out there i'm gonna tell him he better stick to just running around that circle <laughs> we ain't doing, yeah, ain't, ain't doing anything that involves poles or anything like that we're out
1: we'll keep him safe yeah
0: <laughs> i ain't, <laughs> I ain't got cool. the cover i ain't got the coverage to be paying for all these injuries that it sounds like you might have i'm good on that
1: no, my mom. Yeah. She's a hard O. She's like, suck it up. <laughs> you're fine.
0: So you do all that to also, you know, you're on the all academic team and assuming that the SI department still has a right. Um, are you still pre-med? Uh,
1: Pre-PA. So physician's assistant. I was like, let me get out of the biology route. I want to do um, double majoring. So kinesiology pre-PA and then exercise science. And then, so, none
0: the, so nonetheless, it still makes my point that you're doing all this. And, you know, obviously, if you're getting on the all academic team, you're you're doing it successfully, but you're going through a rigorous school schedule. So, you know, um, and that's why I said something about having to do too much because you already got so much in your schedule. But nonetheless, uh, you know, we always like to shout out athletes who are getting it done in the classroom as well. So and, and that's ultimately what you're doing. Right. Because there's only so much you can do when it comes to the track route, unless you're just you know, an Olympian, like you brought up um, earlier, you know, those elite level ones, you know, it's all going to come to an end. So when you go to college, it's about getting that education ultimately. And so you're taking advantage of what you're at Campbell for. You're you're not only being successful um, with the pole vaulting, but you're getting your academics done. So shout out to you for, you know, getting done what you go there for.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's difficult. That's for sure. Right now I have senioritis. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, with that, uh, that'll lead to my last question. So you have, you're in the winter season. So as far as what you got left, you'll have, you'll finish this up. You'll have a spring season. And then as far as academically, are you done this year?
1: I have another year of eligibility. So uh-huh. with- this is old all
0: COVID thing. Y'all 17 years seniors out yeah. there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's me. That's me. So I have another year of eligibility and wherever the season leads, like if I do well, then I'm going to bring it up and be like, hey, like, can I take a sixth year, please?
0: It's <laughs> one of the things you also got to talk to your body and be like, all right, man, can I go through this again? Like, I've done put so much wear and tear. You know, you're you you you're probably, what, 22 years old and you're like thinking, nope. I feel 30.
1: Yeah. I'm like, if I get another injury, I'm done. I'm, I'm completely done. But if not, like, the goal is obviously to go pro. And for pole ball, it looks a lot different than it does for, like, baseball and stuff like that. Like, you can go pro later and uh-huh. not in college like most people tend to go pro like when they get out of college because they have more time to focus on it uh-huh. so I, that's the goal the goal is so to go pro.
0: You, so that's your goal you seem passionate about it but you know it also seems like you're passionate about you know going into the kinesiology field like you're talking about so it seems like you're in a win-win situation it seems like no matter what you're set up for success
1: yes for yeah but there's it's like hard uh paths like i don't know which one to take yet so it's Kind of day by day, seizing the moment, like just living in it. Well, you're a
0: faith person, so my advice would be, you know, let God you lead the direction. You know, I had the, the craziest thing to be a part of last week, but our guest KD Hill, um, he was from Old Miss Football, but then he signed to go pro and he got into um a truck accident, ended up having his leg amputated. And anyway, I remember in real time seven months ago thinking, man, you know, like especially because he's a big person of faith, I was like, man. Like, you know, kind of like, God, why are you taking away this man's career before it started? Now he is maybe the best motivational speaker I've ever heard in my life. He came to this event and absolutely floored to everyone. And now he's set up to go to like all these different high schools and colleges and speak. And he said, you know, I realized God taught me that I wasn't a football player, but I was meant for something more. And it's weird. You say the word more and you think this guy was going to play professional football. But the way he saw it and so I say that to say you never know what your path may be of these two, um, but yeah, just let it, you know, fall, the cards fall as they may, and you'll probably figure it out, and no matter what, it sounds like you're going to be successful either way.
1: And yeah, that's like, that, that gave me chills listening to that about the imputation. and a thing that I live by is like, it's not a scripture, or it's just a little quote. It says, God is greater than the highs and the lows, and for me, like, I break it down, I'm like, even my lowest of lows, I can look up and God is there. Like God is going to be there. And then the highest of highs, I need to always turn myself to God and thank him for the opportunities that he's given me. Like no matter what it is, God is greater.
0: Yeah, so. and I think I think it comes down to just hearing your story today and not even deep diving. And, and you mentioned it kind of. You didn't go through everything you did and there not be something greater on the other side. And that's what you know. And so I think that's something that you clearly focus on um and know that you know you didn't endure everything like that just so there wouldn't be something and that's usually um how god works right like we're we're meant to go through the the peaks and valleys um and obviously there's going to be always greater things on the other side but we could do that all day let's let you get on the hot seat let's play a game called this or that you down to play okay yeah let's play all right so it's very simple i give you two options you choose one or the other you can't say both you can't say neither um this episodes this or that is brought to you by the athletic collection normally this or that is not brought by the athletic collection but i'm doing it on purpose like when i'm going to drop the news for the campbell fans that i got my call from brent right before this episode um he has got the clearance with the athletic collection so he's going to be uh working with all you athletes expect me to get with you sometime soon or him um Got NIL clearance to where y'all are going to be getting things like posters, T-shirts, um, all the different things that he does. Hey, you know, he's my guy at LSU. Like I said, he's done all these posters. He's working with numerous schools. But basically, long story short, I told him that Campbell had fanatic fans that, like, just love everything about Campbell. And I said when I was searching for, you know, getting some swag, if it wasn't for Coach Hare and Cade Keeler and some other people sending me stuff, there's only so much, like, I could find. And he's like, let's change that. Like, let's get them some stuff. And I feel like your fan base is somebody, um, no matter what sport it is, I've even seen like they're crazy about wrestling. So I feel like Campbell is a place that needs to have the opportunity to be able to have posters, have, uh, you know, hats, shirts, all that other stuff. So this episode is brought to you by them. Let's go. Chicken or beef tacos?
1: Oh, chicken.
0: All right. Chicken or steak tacos, though.
1: Steak, steak. More juicy. Yep.
0: All day. All right. Liquid or bar soap?
1: Um, So I'm going to go with bar. Yeah. Bar soap.
0: That is three in a row. And that is wild because we probably went like 10 in a row and I have to educate people and tell them that liquid soap doesn't actually really fully cleanse you. And mm-hmm. what actually brought this up, this question is me and my host arguing about it because he's a liquid soap guy. And I explained that it didn't. And I was like, it just like runs off your hands. And then he started talking about it in the shower and all that. And I was like, you're not going to get me, man. I've been a bar soap guy my life, but it's a weird yeah. argument we have. And I
1: was liquid, and then I went to bar.
0: And so, well, I know, you know, my wife has to have bar soap for her face. I know that. She always talks about that. Like, and I think that's universal for women. I feel like y'all always definitely, at, at minimum, have the bar soap for the face.
1: <laughs> for sure. All
0: right. I'm a little disappointed because I think when I looked at all the pictures, and maybe I'm wrong. Do y'all have black uniforms?
1: We do. We, I just didn't post one.
0: <laughs> okay. So with that then, what do you like better, the orange or the black uniforms?
1: The orange for me.
0: Yep. All right. So orange or white? White. All right. Yep. right. I'm a big fan of, in baseball, I'm a big fan of their black ones, but you can't go wrong with the orange. And then I started looking and I was like, do they have black ones? But I'm sure the, the white also – um Usually in sports also, it's one of those things that if you're competing in the heat, it's nicer to have the white as well.
1: Yeah, it looks super clean, and when you have a tan, you, it looks even better. <laughs>
0: there you go. Well, if you don't have a tan, then don't get the white. That's that's the key. No. <laughs> All right. Would you rather go to a costume party or a pool party?
1: A pool party for sure.
0: Would I'm you, a water
1: girl. Lake you, Lake, come on.
0: There you go. If you were going to go to a costume party, though, what would you go as?
1: Oh, Oh. Okay, I'm gonna sound so cliche. Um, no, no, can't do it. Um, oh my goodness, I'm gonna just say a nurse. I don't know a a doctor. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Our our last guest <laughs> knew exactly what he wanted on the spot. It was it was kind of funny. Curtis Byrne from TCU, he wanted to be uh the the bad guy from uh dodgeball, the Globo Gym guy. And I was like, okay. And, you know, and then we were talking with loss of Harold and I was telling him what started this question. The, the, uh, wake forest guys, man, we gave Josh Hartle so much trouble because I, you know, I go through IG to find out about y'all and there's the picture that Chase Burns posted of the four of them as Teletubbies on Halloween. And I was like, all right, we're going to have to address this because four grown men as Teletubbies is little weird for me and so it's kind of led to this question and so most people always say pool party but i, I want to find out what they dress up and see if they're they're a little weird or not so to speak
1: i'm sure that people got some secrets i'm sure
0: Exactly. well i dress up whatever my wife has me do it's either it's either a family thing like we're gonna be superheroes or it's something themed with my son i just do what i'm told around here so is what it happy is.
1: happy, what happy wife happy life
0: exactly um I've even had to wear a wig and be Thor um when I was at like my most shredded stage and you know it was cool being Thor but the whole long long blonde hair um didn't work for me and I don't look like Chris Hemsworth at all so like you know I don't like being a busted Thor to be honest
1: hey maybe she thought you did so
0: uh no she likes Chris Hemsworth I know she didn't think I look like him that's <laughs> I think that's what she was really going for I think she was filling her her fantasies. But that's a story for another day but uh, would you rather be lost in a jungle or trapped in a haunted house?
1: Lost in a jungle, yeah, because I don't want nothing scary popping out at me.
0: No, nope. but you, but you realize you say that, but tigers and snakes and all that are gonna pop out at you in the jungle.
1: Oh yeah. There's no.
0: no, there's no actual right answer in this. We we used to ask, would you rather you know be trapped with a lion or a bear, which there's no right answer to. And so this is kind of the same thing. We just basically see which one you'd rather be screwed with. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah, the jungle, the jungle. All
0: right, the next one, there's there's no loss. Would you rather have a private yacht or a private jet?
1: I think the private jet, because you can go anywhere on that private jet where the private yacht has to stay on But water. you just
0: lost your credibility because you said you were a water person and a tan person, and then you just threw away the yacht.
1: But I can fly. I can fly anywhere I want to a beach, you know, Bora Bora. Whereas right. I, can't forever to get there on a yacht.
0: <laughs> I'll let it. I'll let it go. But I have some questions now. Seems like it's a little controversial. But last question. We're gonna find out a lot about you. This is literally the money question. Uh-huh. Would you rather get ten million dollars? I'll bring you duffel bag ten million dollars cash, or would you rather win a national championship in pole vault?
1: A national championship in pole vault.
0: $10 million a lot of money.
1: I know, but I can get that with sponsorships and everything like that.
0: Ah, so. okay, okay. Well, then never mind. Go ahead and get your national championship. <laughs> so, um, Before I let you go, is there anything you want to plug? Do you have any, uh, you know, social media things that anybody can follow you at?
1: Yes, follow me um, on Instagram at LakelandBass, L-A-K-E-L-Y-N-B-A-S-S all one word and then follow the uh track and field Campbell track and field Instagram page. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Like I said uh also go on over to Twitter. Um I just saw like I said you'll find a picture of her like every three pictures breaking a record. You can't you can't miss Lakeland on there. But we want to thank you for joining us today. Um sorry that you know we had to do a daytime episode. I ain't got my other host with me. But I will see you tomorrow or Saturday with my son and look forward to uh, the Campbell experience.
1: Sounds great. Can't wait to show you.
0: Absolutely. That's Lakeland Bass, everybody. If you like hearing her story or you just like hearing Average Joes talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook. Retweet us on Twitter. Listen and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, ratings, comments, hugs, love, feedback, all that good stuff is welcome. We will see everyone back next week. Daniel will be back in the house We're going to be recapping baseball. We got four more episodes on deck. So in the meantime, remember, strong body, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We are out.